0: To the beat My staggered drums Are always on repeat You never win When losing is a game Inside your head There's no one else to blame I've always been So cautious
1: Welcome back from I'm time. Yes, halftime. <laughs> I was gonna welcome say welcome back. back from second half, but we are starting our second half.
2: We are, yes. And I'm getting situated. The chakra shook again and we started to prepare some dinner.
1: Oh yeah, we made coffee.
2: We made coffee and stretched a little bit, so we were very productive.
1: What time is it now?
2: Oh gosh, it is six fifty-eight PM. Welcome back. Yeah. All right.
1: Right after we... Well, while we were saving our, our audio files, I had the question of what... Is there a special name for... Oh, yeah. For first, second, third, fourth... You know, the, the little letters like T-H or rd yeah. nd and S-T?
2: It's got to be like an abbreviation
1: is it, is for there, something. Is it... Well... Obviously, it's <laughs> an, an abbreviation. But Whoa. my question was: Is there an, a specific special name for those, or is it just an abbreviation? Is it just called an abbreviation, and or are those little letters attached to the numbers like thirty-fifth, uh, 72nd, oh. oh, jinx! Are, are there is there 34th. a special name for for the miniature <laughs> letters? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I was maybe we'll maybe Google that's it. just a stoner like question. I don't
2: know, maybe. But I've never thought maybe about like
1: if there was a name for that.
2: Yeah, I never really thought to even like.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember <laughs> like, what like who? a.m. and p.m. stand for. Do you? Isn't no. it like Latin or something? Yeah, I, I don't. Like everything's Latin.
2: I don't even remember what those stand for. To be honest, some interesting things we should Google and get to the bottom of.
1: These are the important things we talk about on the Kateo Frank These podcast.
2: Are. Well, I mean, it's just interesting. It's good to be educated <laughs> Force yourself to learn something new Force yourself No, no, Force.
1: No. You want to What? Yes, yes. What do they want to do? Yes, I, I don't okay know, I don't know I'm trying anyway. to brainwash them <laughs>
2: <laughs> What kind of notes you got going uh, on?
1: Stop trying to cheat, you cheater <gasps> This is why you were banned Whoa, I wasn't from banned From high school um,
2: For the record, I was not banned
1: <laughs> <laughs> We are going to do our shit we saw and heard Section This includes Amazon reviews, books, Google Map reviews, Hulu, internet tabs, music, Hulu, Hulu, Hulu. Hulu, Hulu. 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 movies, news headlines, places that we went. We are not doing news headlines today. Um, oh, we're only doing yeah, yeah. paper notes or paper uh, format template. What is this outline? Oh, god, I
0: don't know. The chaos. Um,
1: not doing any screenshot news headlines today. Sorry, guys. Yeah. That will be on the next one. The, news the next edition. one we record um the next episode yes on uh, the next Basically.
0: episode oh <laughs>
1: I don't what song what, how does the song go for that one dun, dun, dun. I don't remember it's okay <laughs> uh, it's a Dr. Dre 2001 one Chronic. yeah in case
2: you guys don't know that some knowledge
1: um throwback I'm looking at my notes oh places po- we uh, went Podcasts, up. social media and YouTube first one I have on here was from a couple weeks ago oh. or I don't know I'm guessing was it a week ago or two weeks ago? I don't know. I don't we rented know John Wick 3 from oh, the library.
2: Oh, yeah. That was probably like two weeks ago.
1: And really, oh God, really disliked it.
2: Dude, I forgot all about that, to okay. be honest.
1: <laughs> Talking to your mic. Whoa. You're like looking down and really far away. I was um, John Wick down. 3, I did not enjoy. I, I thought the first one was decent. decent. I thought the second second one was decent. Third one, unwatchable. It was just more of the same. It was just a lot of cliche, stereotypical oh, action. it was
2: so lame. I wasn't even... I couldn't even get into I it. I feel like I'm very easily We stopped it after like
1: five <laughs> minutes, and then I like fast-forwarded it. Yeah. And everything looked similar. Um, I have a... Uh, I, I watched the Hustlers trailer. And oh, with, yeah.
2: I kept hearing about that movie. With uh,
1: Jennifer Lopez and Cardi um, B yeah. and a few other actresses. I
2: heart or something like that's in it.
1: Um looked horrible.
2: Yeah. Why do you it think it gained 80... so much popularity then?
1: Um like because you... they all have their fans.
2: Yeah, that's true, I and
1: guess. There's people with low uh low bar for entertainment. Hmm. And you see it all the time hmm. that these kind of low brow movies
2: kind of get a lot make of make a ton of money. But sometimes that's how
1: like cool. Crazy Rich Asians? I don't understand. Like I watched the trailer for that one too and I just thought like this is seemed
2: kinda cliche y. Very,
1: very cliche. I feel like yeah. I've seen this movie twenty like times, times and this doesn't look funny or interesting. And need it, to put it, more it was originality like a huge into them. Hit. what, yeah. just because of the cast <laughs> or what?
0: Because the know. trailer
1: was like unwatchable. Uh Hustler says eighty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and that wow. kind of officially makes me question
2: me. Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And, wow. and Rotten Tomatoes, I think, only gave um, like 50 or 60 percent to, I think it was like 50. I think it was had a had rotten. It wasn't fresh. Um, <laughs> Certified. For- yeah, it was like 50 or, or like 40 to 50. Uh, my numbers keep changing. 40 <laughs> yeah, to 50 one. percent um, <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes was uh, time crimes. And I really oh, like that movie.
2: What? That movie was really good. What is it? What's was it in Spanish? It's
1: like Kronos. Yeah, it was violence. Oh, <laughs> Violentos. Man. I don't
2: know. That movie was pretty cool. Time
1: Crimes is awesome. You, you guys, guys should check it out. It's one of my all time favorites. Might be in my top five. That um, movie
2: I feel like still kinda of fucks with my brain. That's
1: a great like <laughs> simple, low budget time travel, like a sci fi thriller mystery yeah. it's really easy to follow um it's Spenceful. but yeah it's really clever it's and suspenseful yeah. um it's one of my favorites i'll I'm say per- it again i'm
2: very impressed by it too yeah not um, that my opinion matters
1: <laughs> i wanted to say more about that hustler's movie is it seems very very sexist because the entire premise of the movie i believe is that they these like strippers unite to pretty much um steal from a bunch of men oh and they're like straight up like (laughs) stealing and i'm sure the guys are real sleazeballs oh yeah um, i'm sure to try to justify the the well i think it's all part of like the
0: women's
2: movement and i don't know i just thought it was like like this is like they wouldn't
1: allow this to be made if if men were in their roles so why are they like advocating this just for women it's double standard it is
0: yeah
2: society people want to like oh follow this follow this follow this but then they're like if the rules were reversed it wouldn't be equal and society can't seem to like grasp that
1: i'm making assumptions just based on the premise of the movie that i've read and then the trailer so i haven't seen the movie but I haven't it just seen it. it just i don't
2: i don't, haven't even seen the trailer to be honest so i really don't gave know give me much a gross feeling and i, I was remember, like this is
1: popular and this is being yeah. well received yeah. and i don't understand
2: i remember hearing like little bits and things about it and seeing like little bits and things about it but i was never interested in like watching it so i was yeah. like uh i don't really have any interest in this i don't really Follow any of these people, so I don't really kind of care.
1: I don't think we should be like incur- or like encouraging or advocating or glamorizing uh, lying, manipulation, like Theft, all that stuff. Things
2: like that. Like,
1: like tr- just trying to get your way and and, things and get status my and get whatever. Revenge. Yeah, like it's everyone just, like, thinks these that are... they
2: deserve all these things.
1: Sometimes it, it can work in entertainment, but I feel like when it's done in such a lowbrow Ooh. way. it's almost like encouraging that behavior and it's saying it's okay to act this way yeah it's like what like these people are horrible human beings like it's not okay to act and we're watching it as entertainment
2: yeah it does like glamorize a lot of like really horrible things
1: like there should be a lesson like if it's a bad character they're behaving badly i feel like there should be a reasonable lesson to learn like don't behave badly, and if it's, I don't know, I I think, I think that that should always be the case. Yeah. I, I think you have to have rules and take ownership. I forget what else I was gonna say. Um, like either educate or entertain in a more wholesome way.
0: Yeah.
1: Like you don't have to fucking glamorize bad behavior as entertainment. We can glamorize better things. Um and if you're gonna like glamorize it as entertainment, there better be a fucking good lesson learned <laughs> and not just oh just entertainment and no lesson.
2: Yeah. It
1: just it feels hollow and it feels gross and I feel I feel like it does more damage than anything oh else.
2: Good. <coughs> Ooh, excuse
1: me. Um we also watched the Bond, the new James Bond trailer.
2: Yeah kind of just looks no like all time, the other...
1: No time to die. Yeah, honestly like it that. wasn't
2: memorable cuz I don't really like recall forgot. much of it and I just remember I know, he turns cause...
1: at the end in the tunnel and it looks like the uh, opening the, barrel oh, yeah. like the <laughs> barrel gunshot. Um, yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, eh, I feel like the last 3 trailers for the last 3 like Bond movies were well, better. Well, the last
2: one was very like depressing. Was, what was the last one? It was the Spectre? Yeah. Yeah. And Skyfall was kind of depressing. Yeah,
1: they're very... I don't... Daniel Craig's bonds are pretty...
2: But I feel like the... Dark. What was before... <coughs> his... What was before... Oh, my God. What ones did I just name? Skyfall. What was before Skyfall?
1: Uh, Quantum of Solace. Solace. And then before that the was Casino Royale. Royale. That was my favorite of all the... Like Came those two are good,
2: so why did they turn and get like so serious when like Bond was always supposed to be like a jokey, like
1: yeah, womanizing, all the early, like the early ones are l- really yeah. lighthearted, and then this one's pretty maybe heavy. because
2: we started watching all the early ones, we're we're not liking, like we're noticing more, like
1: I've always well, I guess I like never really are, watched though.
2: the older ones though until recently.
1: I was disappointed with the trailers. Like we had to wait. Like four years,
2: Ugh, we've been, like and all the speculation and it's not even, gonna be the new Bond. Yeah,
1: like we thought he was gonna retire. He said he want he'd rather slit his wrists <laughs> than return to the role. But then he accepts the <laughs> role. Oh my god. Um, because yeah, he's making he's, he's making like they say Probably he's like making a shit ton of money. He's making for. upwards of like forty million dollars for this role. Yeah, <laughs> forty million.
2: That's a that's an insane amount of money. Yeah. That's a disgustingly insane amount of money. Um,
1: but had to wait a long time, and doesn't look like we're getting anything new or like really, really original unique.
2: or yeah, unique. Um,
1: Sucks. what else do I got here? I got a couple more. I'm gonna cross that out, that out. Whoa. Watched Culture Shock on Hulu. Hulu, Hulu, Hulu. hulu, hulu, hulu um, that A E A and E show, uh, the the one yeah. with Chris Rock that we just watched today. Oh well, that's Culture Shock.
2: I thought that was a whole separate thing, but yeah, because no. I watched an episode, a different one by myself. I, oh, you did
1: Which one? I don't remember. I watched who it was. one with you.
2: But then yeah, we were watching we the Chris the f- Rock one today. We watched
1: the Freaks and Geeks episode.
2: Oh yeah, that was what I was thinking about. I, I forgot that that was part of the series.
1: Yeah, it's an A and E i don't know show. mini series yeah, or mini show series. um i don't know if they're gonna do more episodes but they have the only one left that i wanted to watch was on the Osborns. oh yeah um but i watched the chris rock one today that was pretty good it's just kind of like an inside story about um kind of Pop culture moments,
2: yeah, like big moments, like yeah. kind of big. And it's really moments. well done.
1: I liked how it was produced. They talked to all the people. They talked to the yeah, entire I cast really of Freaks and Geeks. and you know, the creators, behind the scenes people, like everybody. It's not like some like cheap production. Like um, some
2: cheap like VH1. Where yeah, are they now?
1: They show you the actual like <laughs> footage from the show, and they show footage. From and they don't Chris...
2: show the same repeated footage either. Right. They show you like almost a new. This time.
1: Chris Rock doing his uh, his um, Bring the Pain Bring the HBO pain. special, and a lot of his like kind of home video recordings of his early standup. So it's really like a lot of insider. Um, it's a pretty cool show. Yeah, it's well produced. I like to I wish they had more episodes.
2: Yeah, they don't have very many. It's a pretty cool show. It's, I like to, to I it. like to get the little insider. <laughs> sorry, well,
1: you like the inside information. I like the
2: inside information. I like to see how things work behind the scenes. I'm interested in stuff like that. I just well don't want to do it like tech. I don't want to do it, but I'm interested in watching how the process is learned yeah. and what is the process and what it takes
1: yeah i have a
0: uh, what it takes.
1: i've always been interested in the behind the scenes stuff but i also have it's like a love hate because i don't want to lose the magic of the movie too like watching like the behind the scenes of oh, the matrix yeah. or behind the scenes of lord of the rings and then you lo- kind of
2: like the fun of not knowing yeah too.
1: like it loses its magic and the uh it's like learning how they do a magic trick Oh, it kind of takes away. That would ruin some, it. <laughs> takes away some like the the awe and uh, um magic.
2: The magic. I've
1: said magic like five times. Yeah,
2: magic. It's so magical. Remember that? Okay, but what about like what I would like to know how it really works? Is that whole hacker thing I was telling you about on those Ring doorbell or like those Ring camera systems where I showed you the clip earlier, and I've seen it on multiple news outlets about the hacker, like this little girl's like in her room, like playing yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like, Hey, what are you doing? You can mess up your room right now. Like, how did so he, creepy. how did he, hack he was telling her
1: to say the N word?
2: Yeah. And then she was like, mom. And I was like, Whoa, but it's I've Santa seen, Claus.
1: wasn't he claiming, yeah.
2: <laughs> but like, I've seen other clips and videos and things about those. And I'm just like, how does like that get hacked and how like, that's creepy.
1: If you want to see Santa Claus use the N word, you should watch Friday After Next. <laughs> oh my God.
2: That's a good movie, though. Um, That's especially a- since double it's, confirmed. A, it's
1: a Christmas movie. so. Hey, it hey. is the season. Um, it's probably on Amazon. Uh, you could probably stream yeah. it on Amazon. Most likely. I, uh, it was on Netflix when we still had Netflix. Oh, uh, yeah,
2: I'm sure it's. Well, I bet you it probably is back on Netflix. Rent it at your
1: library. Oh, shit. Buy it on Amazon. Buy it on eBay. Do what That's I what say. I should.
0: Uh, Do everything.
1: Uh I wanna shout out the Wander Years, the Wander Years oh, again yeah. on Hulu. <laughs> um I played a, a little That clip for clip, me clip for Ashley. What happens in the clip?
2: <laughs> he goes to this <laughs> so I guess he gets paired with what's the nerdy girl, the gross girl, the typical braids, glasses.
1: Like the nerdiest girl, girl in, school. in school.
2: And he like goes to her house and he's like freaking out thinking all these people can like see him. And then he like rings the doorbell and like spotlights come on. All the kids are like, hey. <laughs> Like, the helicopter comes out and, like, flashes a light. Your
1: description is awful. So it's,
2: like, super, super, like, dramatic. He
1: gets what? paired with her on, a, on like, dancing at school.
2: Man, I don't remember what he got paired with her <laughs> for. I don't think that detail matters. And then he's, like,
1: going over to her, her like house, house. And he's like, oh, it's not so bad. And then he starts being paranoid that, well, if someone does see him, his reputation will be ruined. And then he imagines that these the kids hell, stuff have, like, a bullhorn. <laughs> And then everything else you said. I feel like you're leaving out a lot of details. What? Yeah, I'm very disappointed. I want to I, see you step up your oh game. Man. Elevate, elevate
2: yourself. Elevate. <laughs> we must elevate.
1: Uh, So the Wanderers, yeah. They have a lot of like crazy, <laughs> like... You
2: told me the police one too. It's just parents. like,
1: there's a lot of slow parts and it's very nostalgic. Like dripping in nostalgia where they play a lot of period music. Like hits at so the time. So
2: it really dates it.
1: No, um, like just they're just like trying to make you feel nostalgic for the period, okay. like okay. wanting to like, like the the feeling of childhood. And yeah. they use a lot of home you, video yeah. footage and stuff like that. So there's a lot of sappy stuff that I, I skim over sometimes. But all the acting is like so impressive to me, like everyone's really good on that show. And I feel like all the writing is like so like, like it feels solid. real. I yeah. feel like everything um, on that show Came straight out of one of the writers' lives. Yeah, kind
2: of like they kind of did with like Freaks and Geeks, and kind of yeah, in a yeah. little bit of their own. Yeah, like like, really And I feel like and, this is. I feel
1: like this is pre Malcolm in the Middle, pre Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. But I feel like those two shows were inspired by this one, and I, I've never watched it before. Um, so I mean, yeah, if, I've never really. It watched is an older show from I think the '80s, so um, there are some cheesy elements, but like overall, like the acting and the writing and um like the relatability is is all and it's just entertaining i like it a lot yeah um, and it teaches you lessons. yeah there's there's lessons it's uh, it's imaginative um you get the reflection because his older self is like narrating yeah uh like while he remembers it's kind of the really past. stepping
2: you through like how life kind of goes yeah. and how to yeah. like move on from it instead of just like dumb shit happening for no reason and there's never an explanation i like
1: entertainment with like
2: with like a meaning and like a value that feels
1: really like this is important or like
2: really makes you think or really makes you like reflect
1: yeah and does it in a clever way yeah where it is entertaining or funny or um whatever um but but also there's something that you take away from it that you can maybe apply in your own life i think that's the whole point of entertainment is like we we should grab something from it while being other than just being entertained we should yeah. have something added to our lives whether something is sparked and like oh i want to try that and get into that or that's really clever i haven't seen that before or heard that before just yeah, something yeah
2: something or
1: something you can apply like a lesson from that show um I, I don't know I'm just I put a lot of like uh, pressure on me as a writer to try to do stuff like yeah, that yeah kind of so when I, I see other people not like value it, uh, it's weird to me. it's like well how how is this it just feels empty but yeah. it's like this is pouring out of you and people believe in it and are fans of your you have a following and a network or whoever's paying you to make stuff. But it doesn't seem Some like misunderstanding very
2: misunderstanding of two different creative minds, yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't seem seem like there's any like like heartfelt, like substance or depth to a lot of that stuff. But that's my issue with like relating to people too. If I don't feel like anyone has like a deep life experience, then I feel like immediately like you like write I can't them relate off. to this yeah. person. I don't know what the fuck. Other than just small talk, they're not going to understand in- anything I'm saying or. Doing or talking about, and yeah, there'll be a different, yeah, there's no way you can like
2: really connect with those people, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I definitely know a few Uh, of those people. (laughs) Something else on
1: Hulu was The Blue Room showed up again as a movie available,
2: yeah. And I think we talked about that in a previous podcast, we like briefly mentioned it.
1: I like this movie, I don't love it, but it's worth I think watching at least once. I it's think so too. Kind of a shorter it's Double like an, it's like an hour and fifteen minutes, which I think is like the bare minimum a feature film can be. It's a French film by an actor who I actually think played a villain in Quantum of Solace, which is that oh, James Bond movie we mentioned. Synchronicity. I, I feel like he's a villain in one of the Bond movies. I
2: think you're right.
1: And um, he directs it. I just don't know his he name. directed it and he acts in it. Um and it's a it's a really interesting take on, uh, like a traditional like crime and trial, uh, because he's he, he's on trial for something during the movie, and they keep cutting back between like the trial. Like they're
2: kind of eluding a little bit.
1: Well, you're trying to track what what's it's happening. Like, yeah, because they're playing, they're showing you his elements of his trial, which is in. France, so they have a different like legal system so that's kind of interesting to to watch they make it pretty interesting um and then they intercut it like the other parts or like before like whatever before, happened yeah. yeah whatever happened um so it's like the before and the present and they keep kind of doing the flashbacks and coming back and you're trying to like stitch together the story and uh There's deception going on, and he's cheating on his wife with this uh, other married woman. What's what's happening here? And who's gonna find out? And uh, what are they gonna do? And gets your brain juices flowing because it's like
2: a a really intriguing way of telling this story. And
1: it's pretty simple again for a foreign film. It's uh, as an American (laughs) myself who doesn't (laughs) know any other languages. Um it's it's a pretty easy foreign film to follow and I I don't know one of my favorite foreign films. I've seen it t- 3 times now. Once by now myself. you make we
2: want to watch it again.
1: <laughs> uh uh twice by myself and once with Cuz I
2: remember when I watched it I think you were I don't know where you were but you weren't home a while ago shortly after you told me we was back in Glenstone. And I think I had watched it and I think I remember really liking it. and I was like, whoa, like this is a really good movie. And I feel like I like foreign films and I like watching the subtitles <laughs> and hearing like their languages and stuff. But yeah. sometimes like it's hard to get into them.
1: You have to just kind of commit. You can't watch it passively because and, like, you, some independent you don't understand films the story. And stuff, yeah. So you have to just kind of be like. I'm going to sit and watch this whole like, yeah. movie and be present and focus on it. Um, as long as you enjoy it. I mean, don't sit there no, for 30 minutes. Well, and you hate it. I'm, my <laughs> rule David's Law it. is... Uh, if 30, it isn't good in the first 30 if minutes. If I don't like it in the first 30 minutes, turn it off. That's right. Um,
2: and it does happen quite often. Yeah,
1: done it quite a bit. If, if you're not laughing... I have
2: also vetoed it as well.
1: <laughs> it well, not vetoed it, it but I have Double also confirmed. like done it, it? myself, I yes.
2: Know. I've also done it myself as well.
1: Implemented it? Um, yeah,
2: I've implemented it.
1: Yeah, if uh, if you're not laughing or if it's not unique or interesting or really catching your attention, don't just fucking waste time and sit there and just be like, get oh, oh I'll see trolling. if it gets better. <laughs> it's like it's not going to get better. If you're not into it in the first 30 minutes, and I feel like I've even said once um, that I wanted to amend it and do like a 20 or 15-minute yeah, but
2: sometimes it, it does, some sometimes, things do have slow they can, and they do pay off. Right. and sometimes So we do they, need to keep it at 30. They
1: can turn it around. Yeah. Um, or the, there will be elements. Of it, it, it that make it worth it. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. And then skip a little bit more. I don't know. There, there shouldn't be any rules to how you consume entertainment. I tell you all the time, skip around in the book. If you don't like where you're at in the book, like skip forward a little bit. Um, takes
2: the takes the. I think that's
1: all the manufactured out of
2: it. It takes the. That's all You self- have to, but sometimes you. In my what this is how my brain works. Okay. You can't just skip over everything. That's not how life works. If you're in a bad moment in life. But you, you can can't control just this. Skip listen to, the to this good. logic. So. But you
1: can with this thing. So why yeah, not? Yeah,
2: but that's, that's like, like, saying,
1: like trying uh, to cut
2: corners and take the easy way I want to do it the way holistic
1: way, even though there's like. Advanced medical Ugh, but options now. It's just now. like
2: you can't take, I don't know. To me, it's like I can't feel like I'm, I just, I can't just feel, minute, just take all these shortcuts. Like, oh, I'm just going to skip this part in the book. No, <laughs> like, I'm just going to skip this. I'm just, I can't just, you I have can't just read, FOMO. red lights because I want to That's skip
1: all it, it is, it's just FOMO. Whatever. If you're Whatever. missing out.
2: Whatever. No. That's
1: all you're afraid of. If I don't want yeah. to miss something. <laughs> That's oh my like God. my control of like how I used Maybe to obsessively do screenshots. I don't want to forget books. this. I don't want to miss this. I don't
2: Please stop. <laughs> You're triggering me and I'm going to hurt you. What do you think uh, about that? Last one. What do you think? One, about that? Do you think about
1: I watched that? an Outer Limits episode last night.
2: Yes, I was gonna. I want to watch this.
1: You tell you tell them what it was about, but you just butchered oh, God, the Wander Years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a pretty good episode. Uh,
2: Sounds complex.
1: This is the Outer Limits reboot, which was made in the '90s, I think. Um, I think it started out on like Showtime, but then it like switched to like CBS or something. Because um, it like started out where they were like cussing and showing nudity, what? And then all of a sudden it was like network. <laughs> it was like net- network clean, like no nudity, um, and no cussing and no like huh. uh, grotesque violence. Yeah. or whatever. But anyway, this More was censorship. one of my favorite episodes so far. It has John Cryer in it, who I don't really care for as an actor, and I um, don't think I really. Um, but do I thought either. he was really like he he owned the, the role because it, it was kind of a crazy role.
2: Yeah, I thought uh, it sounded really interesting. You should totally tell us what it's about. Yeah, because I want to watch. I think I'm gonna watch it when we're going to bed. Or a lot something. of the
1: episodes are kind of sci-fi type stuff. Um, so this one was, it's like New Year's Eve, and he leaves to go get champagne. On the way uh, to to go get the champagne, he, there's a bright light. He veers off the road, crashes, um, wakes up, and it's morning now, and it was nighttime. And he gets out, and the car is all like rusted and looks old. He's wearing the same clothes. He he gets he uh, he hitchhikes to um, like his girl, back home. right? Yeah, to his wife, and she, his key doesn't work. And he uh, she comes like he knocks, and she comes out, and she's like, "Where have you been for the last ten years?" <laughs> oh my so god! So he's like, "What do you mean? I just like left last night." Yeah. So uh, she doesn't believe him, and uh, something else happens where he. Oh, they they like end up deciding to get back together.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And I, I don't. Does she like get pregnant? Yeah. So they get back together. She gets pregnant, and then he like <laughs> disappears, disappears again. that night because yeah. he goes to sleep. And every time he disappears, they show him in this like weird, like trippy translucent like uh, lighted cave Um, there's like water it's like there's these weird noises and stuff and he doesn't know what it is and then (laughs) he'll wake back up and he'll be like where he left off In the same area
2: but like
1: but it's 10 years later again so he jumps from the 50s to the 60s to the 70s to the 80s to the 90s and then he oh and and he's not aging this entire time and she's because each time he sees his wife she's like older and older what were you gonna say
2: oh i was gonna say well you left out the part where the second time he comes back like his kid's like 10 years old yeah
1: so she has a baby when when he was gone yeah
2: when they like before the last time he disappeared
1: Kids like 10 now, and she remarried.
2: And then they get he gets mad at her, she,
1: yeah, she, yeah, he gets mad at her <laughs> for remarrying. And she's like, You, I've seen you twice in like 20 years. And, um, don't they find But then they out? start believing yeah. that, like, oh, he hasn't changed, he looks the same, so maybe he is telling the truth. So then they end up like, um, like trying to help him, something? and then they record it on like video because now there's like video technology available. And then, like, oh, this is real. Like, he's actually disappearing. <laughs> and, uh, that would so be so crazy. They're trying to help yeah. him. And then she's, she does some like regression therapy, like hypnosis, and, uh, tells him, or he tells her, like, uh, that there's an alien, like, inside In, me. Oh, I'm, a, yeah, I'm, a, I'm yeah. a symbiote. I forgot about that part. And we've been taking your husband's, like, uh organic body through a wormhole to our planet to our world and we he has like an extra
2: like sounds so so fucking crazy he has an extra
1: rib which they claimed was from birth but that was the alien and there was an alien that would they claimed they were like mechanical or something and couldn't feel emotions so they they
0: would
1: they would pull organic life forms to their planet through wormholes implant themselves in to experience their experiences and then like, like send like, them back yeah, and then like bring them back bring and then everyone new. all the they would all learn from it God, so it was really sounds crazy and so each time you get so if sent you're back
2: x files you'll probably like this episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah and there's uh, there's a couple other good ones X-Files, that i liked but there's there's a lot of ones that i've skipped or yeah. fast forwarded a lot oh yeah there's quite a few episodes i, that, I feel like we skipped. that story was pretty well done um, did I miss anything? Leaving no, any parts out. No, I think
2: out? you. I think you. That did was a lot touch, of detail. Yeah. Told the entire. It was a crazy story though. Like, <laughs> it's it's sounds like. I mean, I want to watch it. So I'm probably like I said, I'm probably gonna watch it.
1: <laughs> Something else I saw on Hulu. I think this is the last one on Hulu. Was um. Hulu, 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 Hulu. I watched an episode of Larry King now, okay. and his guest was Jerry Springer, Whoa. and.
0: Springer, Springer. Jerry
1: Springer in interviews is very, very interesting. Yeah. He's why? a really smart guy. He was the, he was like elected mayor of like Cincinnati or, or Cleveland. What? Yeah. Back in Ohio. I didn't know that. Yeah. He was a mayor. Um, what? I was just listening to if the I can smell, to
2: the, <laughs> smell the pasta.
1: Um, yeah. And he's, he got, he's got really like, uh, like logical like he has a way of like explaining things in a, in a in really understandable way. way and he's got a lot of like wisdom he was a he was like a a lawyer he studied law what? before he got into um how
2: the heck did he get into the the larry springer sh- the the larry. J- <gasps> jerry i miss larry the lizard okay he's always on my mind
1: uh, i forget it was like
2: How do you go from, well, again, but Harvey Levin did that, too, because he's a lawyer, and then he does TMZ, where it's celebrity gossip, and then if Jerry Springer has a lawyer background and goes into, like, a kind of, I don't know, talk show, I don't really know what it would be, is it considered a talk show? I mean, there wasn't really much talking, it was just kind of fights and, like, (laughs) trashy shit, but...
1: Yeah, I don't know what it, I think it would be a talk feel show. Like all of
2: that was huge back then. He like claims that, that none era. of it
1: was a stage.
2: So that was all real, huh? Yeah, he
1: Straight claims that, that... Just, like, turn on the news, pretty much.
2: Oh, fuck.
1: And look at the the type of how people did he, act and did stuff they,
2: like ask were you ever like scared was there ever like a certain like group that came on no. or altercation that happened that you were like no. oh fuck no like,
1: they didn't talk about it oh that.
2: man that'd be cool to know, talk though. mostly
1: about like his new show um which is like judge jerry where he <laughs> he like makes judgments on actual cases what? That they, like, dig through the news and then invite people, like, hey, do you want to be on the show? Is
2: that maybe why he disappeared for a while? Because he was, like, I don't studying. think he
1: really ever disappeared. He, like, he had studied to be a lawyer. Yeah, so but he, you still
2: have to, like, take extra tests to become, like, a judge, though.
1: I don't know. Like, he didn't go into, like, how all that works and give details about that. I'm pretty that. sure
2: you can not just, like, I'm pretty sure you have to do, like, more, more know, of something. I know, but I don't know the
1: story <laughs> is what I'm fucking saying. Oh, fuck. Uh, but he's, he's, I mean he's smart if That's, you can do yeah. all that stuff uh That's i think he was impressive. offered the jerry springer show i forget how um but yeah he uh, jerry, jerry, i always liked jerry. like listening to him he's got really good opinions about uh, like politics and, and life in general and um having experienced life and Kind of the judiciary system, and then in the entertainment business—that's a lot of.
2: That's a that's a lot. Cool stories and stuff.
1: So he's just always fun to listen to. I recommend watching that interview. Larry
2: King for me is hit and miss. Yeah, he's very hit and miss for me because I mean, I feel like I've talked about this before.
1: Like actually, just him.
2: Yeah, like his show in general. like,
1: Like whoever. Oh yeah.
2: And then sometimes, like if I don't know who the guest is or. Like, I don't really care. It's really hard to, like, watch him. Like, it kind of makes me want to go to sleep. Um, but wow. sometimes I feel like he does have really interesting guests. Like, if the guests are good and there are people that, like, bring something specific to the table, something unique, like, he can usually have, like, a really good interaction with them. And those are usually very entertaining episodes, but...
1: I feel I'm confused. Maybe I'm
2: biased and it has to be somebody I know or something. I think he
1: came from radio. I think he started in radio. I think he did. And I find it odd that his show is on TV because it's not a visual show.
2: It's not at all. I
1: don't know about his shows on CNN, but Larry King Live or Larry King Now um, is it's like just,
2: a two-chairs table and a yeah, back they just, set. It's, it's like, like a background. It's
1: like Charlie Rose, yeah. Ugh, it's just yeah. two people sitting with the video but sometimes camera sometimes Charlie going. Rose
2: had some pretty good interviews, too, but sometimes he had some really shitty I'd ones rather just, too. like,
1: like I feel like... It's
2: more of an audible thing. Yeah, I feel it like... It doesn't need to be visual.
1: I feel Sorry. like, why am I sitting on the couch just staring at two other people sitting? Yeah. Like, if it's a visual format, I want to be visually stimulated. Yeah. Um, so i don't know maybe it's just to play in the background or something i don't know i'd like it better as a podcast i think and i feel like they could they probably edit out a lot of stuff
0: (laughs) so they can maybe
1: make it longer but they're not like restricted to a time anyway so i don't know who knows Um, what do you have over there anything
2: i already talked about the hacker um I was going to still talk about. Um, I'm still bumping the Gretchen Rubin podcast. I
1: have my
0: water over here.
2: No, you don't. You bad banana. A um, lot of good advice. I feel like I've been putting, I like to kind of track my progress and I feel like I've been kind of implementing a lot of it, like the whole reframing. And I feel like um, I've been talking to you more about reframing and. Yeah, kind you've been of really encouraging
1: me. I don't know if you. Yeah, like, like just. Like in the moment, like like yeah me. being
2: more present and um just kind of really stepping out of that negativeness like right away and just reframing it immediately into like something positive and like going from there instead of like letting myself get in this like slump right so i just think like if anyone feels like they struggle with stuff like that like i think it's a really cool show to like listen to and they have i mean it's entertaining they have funny stuff they have little tips and tricks and things like that and It's not all, it's not all like serious, 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 but I don't know, I think it's a fun way to get yourself to like retrain your brain and kind of reframe things and think differently and I feel like it really does make me happier. So I think the title fits perfectly.
1: Thanks Gretchen Rubin. Yes, thank you. Rubin's.
2: I think it's Rubin's.
1: I think that was well said. Especially since I walked away and I stirred the... And I up? held
2: my
1: own. You held your own. Thank Very you. impressive. Thank you Welcome for that compliment the of the Ashley day. Welcome to Frank show.
2: Thank you. Welcome. I'm here. This is my show. All right, back to me. Show.
1: Um, <laughs> mm, I have a note here. Yeah, it what's says your note? Nat National Nat. Geographic.
2: Okay. Can you read your own writing?
1: Old car ads had info. I have a bunch of uh, before we moved out here from Iowa we i had a, a big My stack memory. of those old national geographic yeah i remember magazines.
2: that you had a lot of those magazines and we
1: uh, sold them to half price bookstores for like Probably two like pennies fucking <laughs> pennies yeah <laughs> um
2: it was like a whole like little like office box full yeah because you i you used to have those office max like office boxes and yeah. like folder size yeah, and yeah. uh those i
1: were, think like, i think there was like yeah Yeah, we had a lot, and I think they were from, like, the 70s and the 80s.
2: But I'm glad places still let, like, people sell things to recycle. But anyway. I
1: had taken quite a few pictures before I sold them. I I wanted a couple, like, reference pictures. And I noticed when I was going through them, like, sorting and archiving um, all my digital photos that, uh, like, all the old ads that I took pictures of from those magazines. Like, they, they... showed so much
2: like they actually gave you detail. information.
1: Like they gave you specs and wow. like like what all these what's it what's the vehicle equipped with, what each thing does, how it's different from last year's model. Like so much detail and lots of pictures And now they don't really tell
2: you anything. And now it's just like
1: <laughs> one picture yeah. and it's just of the car like driving across the desert And it says, like, some, like,
2: twenty nineteen simple
1: bullshit with some simple (laughs) catchphrase. It might give you, like, how many horsepower it is or, like, one or or two other things. But I'm just like, whoa, what the fuck happened with advertising?
2: I bet you they probably started, like, taking cutting corners and shit. And
1: there's Mm, no, like, rule
2: or law against, like given this information anymore so why put the effort into giving it
1: I would expect a better answer from someone who has so much management experience Wow you failed this interview Get out Whoa. of my office young oh, lady God. Um my life I think is it, I think it has something to do with uh shorter attention spans so True, they people just are want a memorable image with a memorable like simple quick information so We're somewhere minded
2: come s- on of course
1: s- yeah somewhere the this all caught on like like a school of fish or a flock of birds and they Ooh. all kind of move at the same time ah. and eventually the marketing and advertising evolved from actually teaching and showing you uh a, like teaching you about their product and what made it unique and special it's just all the way it, it looks now, and yeah, now it's all just like visual, like uh, it's like mumbo jumbo. like a blur, yeah. and they don't they expect you not to sit there and learn or really look learn about it or care.
2: But people are also and that's very, that's like, kind of
1: scary. Like,
2: excuse me, oh my gosh, that,
1: that's I feel like the opposite direction we should be going in.
2: Yeah, it's like people don't people are so worried about the look of it. And no one really cares anymore about, like, how does it function? Why does it function? Like, it's not just about, like, the look. Like, yeah, you want it to look nice, but, like, is it actually functionable? Is it actually, like, a good combination? Like, especially if you're car shopping, like, wouldn't you want to know, like, your specs? I mean, I don't really know my specs, but, like, I know based off of, like, history of owning cars that this is made with more quality and care and not just like shit and i actually yeah. like want to learn about it i just choose not to yeah.
1: i don't i never feel like they're attempting to really like sell me anything i feel like they're trying to like trick me into something
2: buy this and look flashy and sell
1: sell you spend like, a lot of money like uh
2: um, sell you the idea the image yeah the glamorousness of it
1: like convince me that your product is better I don't know, th-
2: simple advertising, I guess, yeah. man. Everyone's just kind of simple-minded I these remember days.
1: growing up in the 90s, though, always enjoying, like, kind of Commercials reading. and stuff? Yeah, commercials that would actually t- kind of talk about their product. Um, hey,
2: kids, do you like coloring? <laughs> or,
1: like, those ads. I remember yeah. just reading, like, going, flipping through Car and Driver magazine or other magazines, and they had a lot of, like, details and kind of, like like, a backstory or um why like what technology they were using so yeah. de- we how kind of- how this developed to the next stage and inspirational shit and I don't know it's sad to see that
2: we've walked away we've from we simplified
1: that. it down to almost nothingness
2: we need a picture to sell our product and that's it that's uh it.
1: i have a lot of adam corolla notes here oh man Look we'll start talking bubble. about him
2: cuz all i have to say about adam corolla is that i was reading this book And it's entertaining but yet infuriating (laughs) because, one, I don't really like him. I think he's annoying and I think he's obnoxious. And hearing about how he, like, grew up and, like, carried himself and things like that, he just sounds like a complete D-bag.
1: Despite his his poverty. Yeah,
2: his poverty and everything. And you would think that...
1: Well, you don't think, like, the poverty and coming from, like, uninvolved parents, like, give him, like give you more sympathy for how he no. behaves no
2: no because i think what is, what from is so that,
1: offensive about him to you that like annoys you
2: oh i don't know <laughs> he just i don't know he just seems like very his lack one for me
1: it's like a lack it's, of gratitude
2: yeah f-
1: because he came from poverty
2: and he seems like it's just like well you just have to do this it's like it's like those memes that say i'm sad oh well then don't be sad oh you're right okay i won't be sad it's kind of like that logic to me and it's like he has it so twisted like oh just work hard and everything comes true <laughs> oh he's done all this dumb fucking shit and but that's the that's he can't like i don't know he just seems like he's got a really big ego mm and it just annoys me because like things aren't that simple and, and he should know coming from everything he came from, like things aren't that simple. Is that
1: your impression, though, that That's he's giving in his book that that you're reading just based on the book? He doesn't he's,
2: like some of it kind of does. Yeah. Like certain things it kinda does because the way that he treated property and the way that he did the like this, it's like, well, if you thought your parents were so shitty, why did you continue to kinda go about that same shittiness? Like yeah, you have like, like the odds with his against roommates. You. Yeah, and like he chose to still live with some of these people because and do some it, of these. I
1: think he's looking back at it in retrospect, right? Or now he's like recognizes, Oh, my parents are super um <laughs> losers and uh and didn't at the time realize that because that's why he continued the cycle it's because he hadn't realized that my parents are losers and this is a loser situation
2: yeah i don't know he just yeah i mean i guess that's part of it but
1: all right well some of my notes well you can interject and tell me like what you remember and stuff see what i remember um my little i have one of the notes says just work but fuck minimum wage
2: so you're just supposed to take any job, but not a minimum wage job. That I'm was confused. His,
1: That was kind of his um. His, his thing like, he would harp on a lot about uh, how minimum wage workers aren't really motivated.
2: Was this in his his first book or his?
1: I feel like he talked about it in both books, his mm-hmm. first and his second book.
2: I don't remember him really talking about it in this, but maybe I haven't really there. And I maybe thought he I mentioned forgot.
1: it at least once. Not important. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, this is one of those times that I wish I would have expounded a little bit more yeah, on my man, note. Yeah, man.
2: Lesson learned. Come on. Um, you said that last time, I just think. Just
1: work. But fuck minimum wage. So I think my thought was <laughs> that he he's saying just work, just do something, go to work, but then he's complaining and bitching about
0: how minimum wage wage jobs
1: are for losers or for kids and
2: but just go work yeah
1: so it's like another double (laughs) standard just go get any job but these jobs right here are for the losers and aren't really job jobs
2: i just think that's so (laughs) silly though like like yeah you want to have standards but at the same time like you also have to have a responsibility and like understand like I gotta do something, so why not just kind of do what I can in the moment? It doesn't have to be permanent. And I'm not saying like people should just jump on everything, but shouldn't be ashamed if you have to take like a minimum wage job. So I think it's just a shame thing that people have again that people. I why? Don't know. Why
1: is it minimum wage? Why are they? Pay, why well, are these yeah, companies that can afford to pay? There's that side of
2: it too. They're.
1: they're Top managers and their top... These um, shitty-ass
2: wages you can't even live off of.
1: Well, they're paying their managers and their executives a lot of money, but then they pay these other people who are doing work... Hard work. ...the same length of time and doing things that you claim are necessary, but we're going to pay them a fraction of what the the managers and the executives get. So to me right there is, well, you're not motivating them because you're saying... You're not really You're worth valuable. less. Yeah, You're worth I feel less like we totally me.
2: have had this conversation. Well, yeah, it's
1: worth repeating.
2: <laughs> it is worth repeating though, because they do treat them like they're they're less than, and they don't deserve a fair share, and they're just a number and replaceable, and they don't really care if you can live off those wages or not, because they're living comfortably.
1: Uh, he has a movie out right now called No Safe Spaces. Who does? Corolla. Okay. He made it with uh Dennis Prager, who's Dennis Prager. a conservative uh, podcast host okay so interesting he's, um, I don't think
2: I've heard about I'll it. talk
1: more about him because Prager is a Bible humper
2: oh um,
1: so I'll talk more about him on the news one because I have some screenshots of some Ooh, stuff from his Twitter things. account okay. but so they made this movie about I think Come it's soon. about. Uh, freedom of speech on college campuses and how they have had safe spaces mm. where, um, like, they don't use certain dialogue or certain like hate words or I don't know, like the whole story. You can look that up yourself if you're interested. Um, but I think they're they oppose that. They say no safe spaces or something because um, they believe in complete freedom of speech.
2: Yeah, you can't just censor everything.
1: Um, I believe in... Nothing
2: in life is just censored.
1: ...freedom of speech, but... What
2: a control.
1: It's like, I feel like they're trying to push this agenda because... Not because of, like, civil liberties type shit. I feel like they just want, personally, Corolla and Prager and their little... uh, Who else? Um, That other little shit. uh, uh, Shapiro?
2: Uh, Ari... No, no, Ben. I
1: think it's like ben. ben Shapiro, Shapiro or something. I don't know. He's like another like extreme and Milo Yankovic or whatever the fuck his name is. A couple like extreme right, like alt right guys. Yeah. Um Or I feel like they, I've heard they, they those would names deny that. before. They well, would yeah, deny that, but there's course. a lot of just articles and, and shit. evidence that point out like their views and their behavior and their comments are very like. Race, racist uh leaning and um kind and of r- teetering religious on reading, the lines yeah out. and I don't know I don't really care about those guys, but that's just my basic, basic. tiny amount of knowledge on them anyway, I feel like all <laughs> these guys like like Prager and Corolla, just want to be able to say anything without accountability,
2: yeah, it kind of does seem like that they want to be able Carolla to call sometimes. you
1: a, a fucking Faggot, retard, homo, N word, N word, N word, um, without any accountability. Yeah.
2: That's true, though, because they think. Of course, they wouldn't ever admit it. They would try to fight against it. it. But you but know, dang I f- well. I feel like,
1: like that's, in, or for Prager to push Well, he does his Bible. kind of say
2: stuff in his book like that yeah, too, yeah, he and does. it's just like, whoa, wait! Yeah. Like I'm all for being blunt, but there's still yeah. like a line you shouldn't cross. And he's
1: he's accused constantly of having like insensitive, racial, like racist, uh, yeah, uh, behavior. And um, I don't know. We we have to be sensitive, but we also have to uh, still um
2: like respect each other and well that's
1: the sensitive part yeah. but we also we we can't uh, stifle freedom of speech because that's the beginning of the end right there yeah yeah but so is being completely insensitive to each other that's the same thing that's the beginning of the end in another direction yeah like where we have no I, consideration have have or balance. Respect. but he's very like carol is very like you should be able to call out the bullshit of people of anyone and pretty much just disrespect them in any way you want and not be held accountable to that because yeah which is not he okay viewed, he, he views all these dummies and uh, people who annoy him as fuck-ups who shouldn't get in his way so he feels like if they do i have the right to you know shit talk yeah. them or treat them as less than human
2: well, he said a lot in his book. He was like, well, don't they know I'm a celebrity? Like, I shouldn't be treated like this. I'm a celebrity. It's like, okay, but just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you deserve special treatment. You're just another human being who happens to be well-known. I'm
1: sure he's not just joking.
2: In um, some of the ways he's worded things, no. Because I feel like I can tell when he's kind of being sarcastic. And those ones, I was like, really, like, mm, that doesn't sound sarcastic. Like, that sounds like a really douchey ass thing to say.
1: It's hard, and that's what was my issue with his um, President Me book, his third book about what would he do, do if he, he was president. president uh, is like that I chose Is, not is to this even comedy? Risk well, I didn't even finish it. I barely. I, I like even didn't even like what I skimmed through.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I couldn't tell. Like, is this a comedy book or is this like? seriously like what you think should happen or is this i think it was a mix of both but yeah there wasn't much much like suggestions on what he like should change yeah it was mostly just comedy bullshit filler um and he pretty much admits to that in a couple of his books like <laughs> i'm just like filling pages yeah <laughs>
2: it's like damn okay so you just really don't care you're just kind of really faking it
1: well again is, is he joking i mean yeah, i think every joke is kind of a half truth um
2: that's true i think i've heard that but, before
1: so he i think wants to be able to say like any, it wants. any insult without accountability and i think prager wants to be able to say any religious bullshit without any accountability because he believes in the bible and he believes yeah. in god and um all these things and so these people want to push their of viewpoints on other people and not have any responsibility for those the, the outcome of all that whatever yeah. that will lead to um and apparently they think it'll lead to good things since yeah, they want to be able to things.
2: they want to have control push their
1: agenda without any um
2: consequences checks and balances yeah. any accountability checks and balances, oh god
1: uh some other s- notes i made was that um uh, he. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got to do better your note taking.
1: You can do it for me. How about that? Whoa! Exactly. I would. Uh, I have in quotes. This is what Krola said. He said Conan O'Brien is a retard pussy, <gasps> jealous of our funnier show. Why? So this happened after, um, Dr. Drew and Adam Krola went on Conan O'Brien's um, the Late Night Show. Back on, I think, NBC. Yeah. And, uh... And Carolla made... I like watching Conan. Yeah, I like Conan. Uh, Carolla made a... He made, like, a joke about Asians, and then I think he made a joke about lesbians. And, uh, Conan was not liking it. (laughs) And so he was, like, banned from the show, I guess, after that. Oh, shit. And, uh, so Adam... Uh, Corolla I mean, heard about this and said on that. his show um, that Conan, I think he said on Loveline with Dr. Drury, he's like, well, Conan's a pussy, Whoa. a retard pussy, and he's just jealous of our final oh show. Oh, my
2: God.
1: Um, and that's just kind of like it's a, so a mindset. so unnecessary. Yeah. Like
2: uh, Maybe he didn't like the way you came off. Like, he didn't feel any sort of respect or connection with you. Like you can't just like, if you, if you carry this like presence, like the people have this certain presence about them and you just kind of automatically are like you, something about you isn't right. Like you're kind of like an asshole and you're a little too much. And I don't want to associate with you. So like, you can't just write it off as like, Oh, Conan hates my jokes. But like, you also can't, like you shouldn't be just like saying that to people. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a retarded pussy. Well, because who's your sense of, of humor is
1: different, then that makes you a pussy and that makes like, you no. a retard. That's crazy. Um and for, it's uncalled as, for as many times as he brings up narcissism in his books, oh, so I feel narcissist. like that's a very narcissistic line to yeah. say. Alright, moving on. Um why mm. so uh, I don't like this dude. He said, um chimps can do it. And that they're <laughs> I think he's uh, what was he talking about i don't think he was talking about Conan, was he i um, I think he was, yeah, because I thought when I wrote this like so he's he pretty can, much saying Jimmy Kimmel is a chimp, and because oh, which his is buddy his friend, yeah he said chimps <laughs> can do it, and they're paid too too much to do nothing and what? and Kimmel has said repeatedly, and I told you a lot of these other guys have said that and like letterman and conan yeah. have all considered quitting at some point earlier than they did or whatever well that doesn't make sense um letterman considered quitting earlier um and then conan and kim both said that it's just an excruciating work schedule to which do, i can believe to make a, a late night show um like four or five times a week yeah so it's really crazy. I bet you
2: they're like 16 hour days. That some Corolla
1: shit. is sitting there claiming that chimps can do it and that they're paid too much to do nothing. Even though they're involved in almost every aspect yeah. of the show. Uh, or they, not they, every they, aspect, but all the creatively, like, you know, stuff that they're yeah, going they to be part of and delivering, which perform. is most of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to, like, rehearse and they're helping with the writing and they're helping with. Whatever. Everything. Yeah. So I don't. Know, I felt like that was another like crazy, <laughs> uh, hubristic, um, hubristic remark.
2: Hubristic man. This is you're you're just sinking it in concrete here for me on why I dislike Adam Carolla.
1: Uh, here's another it's one. It's interesting
2: to read about him to see all the shit he went through because. Yeah. It's nice to know that other people go through fucking dumb shit like yeah. us, yeah. but I still don't support him whatsoever. And I
1: told you I relate to a lot of his, like, yeah. struggle with the, the school and the The disconnected parents, things yeah. like that, yeah. Um, one other note I have that he says the government, he doesn't believe that the government is evil, <laughs> but then later he says... That the government intentionally created a confusing system to eternally tax us.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So so that's not evil to me. And, and that seems a little evil then to I me. I think in the president book, he says, I don't believe the government is evil. I believe the government is incompetent
2: but they're competent enough to <laughs> kind of scam us out of money for our whole fucking lives. Yeah,
1: intentionally. I would say that's about as evil as you can get is yeah. if you intentionally create a confusing system to eternally manipulate or exploit someone. Yeah. That's pretty evil. Because
2: I'm the one working all those hours, but you're just taking my money, and you're not telling me what you're doing with it. You're just like, ah, oh, you don't really get a choice. Uh, you owe us this.
1: Yeah, he he makes a lot of like kinda like hypocritical remarks or confusing or if they make sense to him, he's not like explaining them in a way that I
2: is understanding to like I can be like, Oh, he's not a
1: hypocrite. Yeah. (laughs) Like he gets both both sides of it. Um something else he said was Republicans are foot draggers. Okay. But Corolla is a Republican. But Corolla is anti no, he claims he's an independent. Okay um Corolla is anti open borders and anti universal health care
2: which is heavily a republican thing i feel like
1: R- wrong those are both uh, democratic like progressive ideas liberal open borders yeah, and he's universal health care yes yeah, so he's anti so yeah well that not necessarily because independents can believe that oh, republicans yeah, can believe it um libertarians would would definitely be anti um all that <laughs> uh but i feel like that's that's where we're kind of moving slowly as a, a nation as a world like yeah. we're, we're kind of getting like we're blurred more than ever we have open borders online we have open borders with the banks
2: yeah that's true we can
1: open it we can transfer money all across globally we can communicate globally very easily. So it's weird that we're still playing this pretend like, oh this is the magic line you can't, yeah, cross. You can't cross. I feel like your... we're moving eventually towards that who knows when. Let's build but these I feel like walls they're, and they they're come so over. they think that they can stop people from moving. And I don't know about you, but that sounds like foot dragging to me. Mm, like you think yeah. that with more and more people being born every day, the population is exploding that you're going to be able to control
2: where everyone can go.
1: Every single fucking person <laughs> on this planet.
2: That's insane. That's like the ultimate like Like narcissist. I feel like at some
1: eventually we're going to get to the point where open borders is like the only option to like keep keep a massive congestion or massive like uh whatever all the resources and yeah, time that goes imagine? into trying to control people's movement.
2: Yeah, could you imagine if like Nobody from like one state could move. Mm. Like, think of your biggest state and pe- just say like
0: only. If
1: every state oh had had a closed had border, fences yeah, and we had to go through this, all go through the same road, there would all- be massive congestion. Oh God, twenty four seven.
2: It'd be crazy, just like at
1: the Mexican border. Yeah. So I don't, I don't understand like. Mm,
0: uh, the other one is uh,
1: universal healthcare. That that's something that we're. All these countries are already doing.
2: Why can't we do it?
1: So, why wouldn't we embrace that now? But he's, he's like blatantly against it. He thinks it's going to make people lazy and that it, it's going no, to, no, people
2: just need help.
1: That it's going to like perpetuate the obesity and all the other kind of self imposed sicknesses.
0: Hmm.
1: And I, don't I, know uh, if I 100% agree with disagree with that. Yeah. Um, Think we talked a, a little bit about his he's not an overnight success but we kind of talked a bit about how he jumped from like $36,000 a year to like $500,000 yeah. a year in in just one year.
2: Yeah. And he just like randomly in the book it went from he did absolutely no talking about like interest in like certain things and then he's and, like
1: acting and, and then improv. he's like suddenly
2: like oh i'm in improv oh i'm in radio oh now i'm on like multiple tv shows oh i have yeah. a podcast oh I've, <laughs> I've known jimmy kimmel what wait you just happened to meet jimmy kimmel at a fucking party because yeah. of some bullshit like wait how did this all happen well he
1: no he he wanted to teach uh Co-boxing. boxing he heard yeah about a contest and he wanted to teach them for the contest and then because and then of that, he got into radio.
2: For it and all, then all this other stuff. Yeah, no, I, rem- I just read all that. So yeah. I,
1: yeah, I found it just weird in how someone who was in absolute poverty and some years earned zero dollars, yeah, according to his tax stubs that he provides, um, in the book, um, yeah, how he went from what absolute book? poverty.
2: I said was in the book.
1: His first or second book. I don't remember. I showed you the picture of... I think yeah, it was in probably his second in the book.
2: second. No, it's not in the book okay, I'm so reading because I haven't gotten book. to it yet.
1: And it shows like 10 years of his like income and like how much he paid in taxes.
2: Damn. Yeah, okay. I do remember you telling me about that. I
1: showed it to you. Cause yeah, I sh-
2: but <laughs> I'm saying it's not in the book I'm at okay. or it's not at the part I've gotten. So I don't... Okay, so I, I thought it was it.
1: weird how a lot of times people who have zero money management experience or were poor... And he's living in shitholes, shithole apartments, driving, like, a shitty car and having shitty jobs. And he's eating, like, shit food. Shit food. Um, How did he suddenly, magically learn how to manage his money so well when he became a millionaire in the span of, like, two or three years?
2: Because he probably got, like, a fucking accountant or something and doesn't want to admit it. (laughs) Because he's got a fucking ego.
1: I don't know, it's an interesting thing. Uh, and yeah, then that's something kind of interesting. else I wrote was mm, he is anti-food stamps, but he is a successful product of food stamps. Mm-hmm. He says multiple times, we grew up on food stamps. My yeah, family so why food would you be stamps.
2: so anti? Because obviously they...
1: So he thinks his family was like super lazy, and that's why they were on food stamps. But then I'm thinking like, well, bro, regardless of that, they like this program allowed you food and allowed you to survive and it gave you nutrients and and sustenance and you're now shit talking it
2: yeah but it helped you It, (laughs) it yeah it had somewhat of a decent impact in your life because without it where would you probably would have been starving like all day every day or died or something
1: um And then, kind of connected to that, this is the last uh, point I have to make about...
0: Corona! This is David Corona!
1: Oh, God. Adam David! (laughs) Uh, He had a wallet story that he told in uh, one of those books that... um, Hmm. I have wallet story. Welfare shaming... (laughs) Welfare shaming, but saying people do the right thing oh my point was this that he tells the story about putting money in wallets with nothing other than i think a phone number
2: what was like or, an experiment to a, see i
1: think it was a phone number yeah to see who would
0: return, who would return
1: the uh the lost wallets so there's money in it cash wow. nothing else no cards Real original no no address or anything else um <laughs> Uh and and I think he said like almost everyone like called and to report it. What? Yeah, and this was in LA. So That's he provides crazy. he provides that as evidence of that like people will generally do the right thing given the opportunity. Um so my issue with that claim is that he is so anti like food stamps and anti welfare. Isn't that like saying, I don't believe people are going to do the right thing? Kind of. They're so getting free money, well, so they're yeah, not going to do the right thing. They're not going to be motivated. They're not going to seek work. They're not going to try. They're I not don't know, going but some people going don't to put care.
2: that together. Well, I did. I didn't. He's
1: saying <laughs> he's like shaming welfare and saying that it's bad. And that people who use it are, are lazy pieces yeah. of shit pretty much. But then simultaneously saying, well, people are good uh, given the opportunity.
2: But given the opportunity, you can either sign up so or not sign up. if so people are good, why can't
1: he have the trust in these people to do the right thing with their money? Or to do the right thing and educate themselves and to learn how to be better and pull themselves out of that situation while they are on welfare?
0: Yeah. So
1: I have I have an issue with that. Like he shames them but simultaneously is saying um, that
2: everyone's kinda good.
1: That they that. that people are good and they'll they, they know what they're doing and they know what's best for themselves.
2: Well yeah, only those select people. <laughs> How many of those people who return the wallet are people on food stamps? Did he look into that?
1: No, I'm using that as an example.
2: I'm just saying
1: it's like you're not like, following no, what I'm, I'm saying. like,
2: I'm getting what you're saying. But I didn't realize like that. I don't know. I guess I interpreted it differently.
1: I'm using that as an example. He said, like, we'll say 99% of the people turned in the wallets. So he's saying like, they're good people. Most people are good people. So yeah, I get it. I don't get what you're saying then. <laughs> you, i
0: Okay, well, I'm moving on would, since you yeah, can't articulate I,
1: yourself, and I have no idea what you're, like, confused about. But it's like you didn't understand what I was saying. Wow. Well, and you can't even say wh- what you didn't understand.
2: Because then I'm just <laughs> saying I feel like I maybe processed it differently because you were like, that's not what I'm saying. Again,
1: this is what I'm saying. Like, you have to help the person. You can't just stare at them and say, I don't understand, I don't get it. No, because I, I'm felt, misunderstanding, oh my God, I but, felt like
2: I was understanding it, but, but now you're a, under misunderstanding, so can okay. we just move on?
1: Podcasts. Um,
2: I already talked about it. My I'm going rubens.
1: S- I'm going to save this one uh, for my screenshots and <sighs> news because I have a couple screenshots related to that one.
2: Double
0: Relation.
1: Here's a new story, or not a new story, a, a note from a couple news stories that I wrote, read. Um, one of wrote them him. was uh, that Nicki Minaj tweeted Ugh. that she was going to retire.
0: Oh, good.
1: And Fat Joe is also claiming that he's going to retire and I that he put out his last album.
2: didn't even know he still made music. so. <laughs>
1: um, I, I call bullshit on both of them.
2: But didn't, like, Jay-Z, like, say that shit, too? That's exactly what I'm saying. It's just, like, a stupid hype. Like, oh, I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. It's like, oh, no, you're fucking not. You just want, like, attention. You want to stay relevant. It's a gimmick.
1: Look for gimmicks, people. There's a lot of them. There's there's things that you see repeated in the entertainment industry or um, in political rhetoric. There's a lot of, like, repeated stuff. And if you are aware and pay attention you can kind of learn like oh these guys are playing a game yeah they're trying to they're playing the game of money and they're trying to convince us of something um trying to like misdirect us or whatever it's all trying to get money and that's what i feel like corolla does with with his like rhetoric and shit is he tries to try to they they all have their own little way of playing the, the game and it's not an honest game no, it I don't feel seem like I don't honest. feel like he's 100% honest because of all these hypocritical things I I put together. Um, he seems
2: very wishy-washy or he's I don't know. And then
1: people who are fucking uh, I don't even think Minaj, she's still in her 30s. Um, and then I'm pretty sure Jay-Z when he first w- claimed he was going to retire, that was back in 03, which would make him in his late 30s, I think. So you're telling me these these people in their thirties are claiming like I'm done. I love I'm music. In I put i I put out a few albums. Uh now I'm just done. I'm gonna walk away. But then they come back and you see it repeated, you see people yeah, using it. Multiple their, people doing it. Like you see even in, in sports, like oh, I'm I'm considering retirement. It's like it's hype, it's a gimmick. It's to get people talking, it's to get people to go buy more albums. Yeah. Uh you, you Either their current ones, or if they do step away for a while and then come back, they're going to
2: want it so badly.
1: Elevated sales.
2: Elevated, <laughs> oh god.
1: So look for the gimmicks. Uh, I think she even tweeted, or she like did an interview like shortly after she tweeted that she clarified um, that I don't know why everyone thought I was like serious or like meant retirement like from the music industry. All I meant was like. For the night. (laughs) Yeah, like some bullshit like that. Like making sure... Like I just spent all this time on this album and like she's kind of exhausted. Yeah. Trying to make it sound like... Uh
2: Uh-huh. So now it's kind of like a weird way of twisting it. It's like,
1: well, if you meant vacation, you should have said vacation. Yeah. Like you sound like you're full of shit.
2: Like just clarify Trying to talk her way
1: out of it, but it was like the weakest excuse ever. (laughs)
2: Like she got... Uh, yeah. I get what you're saying on that one. Um oh, I hate that shit. Just be like if you're if that's what you're gonna say, then just say it like, Oh, I'm exhausted from this, Ooh. like I'm gonna take a break.
1: And then you're gonna insult and go to vacation you're gonna something. insult the intelligence of your fans and non fans who are. taking... you're gonna
2: take it as you're gonna, re- yeah, you're who, gonna retire you're gonna retire. Who are literally like
1: reading like who it looks like this is the, the true context. It sounds
2: like clickbait.
1: This doesn't have an alternate meaning yeah she's trying to get like retweets and shit like that which probably jacks up her like twitter revenue or something or instagram revenue i don't know it just it's like you're insulting the intelligence of people and thinking like oh you're suddenly you're not passionate about music anymore suddenly you're you're not um, addicted to the fame and to the spotlight yeah. and the attention and the love of your fans. <sighs> Suddenly, you're, you're just gonna step away and forget it all and not even dabble or do anything. You're not even gonna leave the, the door open. Yeah. Instead, they say these. They make these just like I'm broad, broad hubristic. Uh, oh, there's
2: that word again. Comments.
1: Oh, I'm gonna retire.
2: Everyone should care. Yeah. Me, me, me.
1: Uh, <coughs>
2: Oh man. Inflate
1: tummy. Oh, so this is <laughs> <laughs> this is uh breathing. Um, I was listening to uh what, the Aubrey Marcus po- podcast and he okay. had he had uh, two guests from like a like a yoga center. Oh. And they talked about breathing techniques.
2: I follow like a yoga person on Insta.
1: and they said that when you take when you most people take really shallow breaths. And, he, and they were kind of theorizing that that's why a lot of people are fatigued and suffer with different ailments and um, being lethargic or feeling sick or whatever. Because we're not breathing. We're not like sucking deep, in. Deep breathing. We're not filling our, our lungs. And mm-hmm. we're meant to fill up our lungs. And we're taking shallow like quarter breaths or half breaths.
2: So we're like semi-suffocating ourselves.
1: Kind of, yeah. And it, it deprives <laughs> and like our body of, of the nutrients like the oxygen that it needs to really perform at, at an optimal level. So he said, or they both were saying that when you breathe, you should be inflating your entire tummy. And that... Your back should also inflate with those breaths. So if you put your hand like on shoulder your
2: shoulder blades and stuff, you know when the
1: doctor does it on the back and yeah. deep breath. That's why. That's and you should be kind of breathing like that on a regular basis, um, especially if, you, if you're in an anxious, you're feeling anxious or whatever, yeah. um, or distracted. Um, it helps bring this you back good. to the to being mm-hmm. present. Like focus on just I don't
2: breathe to, hard enough to make yourself lightheaded. We can
1: all. Well, quickly, or yeah, if you do it really quick, you'll get lightheaded. Um, But if you're focusing on, like, making sure you're filling up your lungs, I think it'll become a new habit. We can all breathe shallowly, um, like, without thinking about it. It's automatic. I forget the name of those type of muscles that do it without thinking. Um, But it helps if you take more (laughs) deeper breaths. Um just so put your hand on your back and make sure your back's inflating. make sure you're doing it you and practice it in a way it. that that feels natural. I feel like i'm I'm getting better at that at first you're like oh, deeper deeper breaths like more conscious breathing yeah um it feels <laughs> a little like silly or or overwhelming like I gotta think about this a lot, but Like anything, after you do it a few times... It
2: becomes habit. Yeah. Yeah, it's easier. it's
1: like you're still aware of it, but you can implement it more subconsciously. Yeah. As you practice it more and more. And then you will be taking deep breaths automatically and be...
2: And it's just a small, easy overall good thing to kind of practice. And
1: they said it helps with back pain because... the the inflating inflating, he says a large volume of the lungs are in that area the lower part and towards the back and we're not inflating that (laughs) area that section so it can cause like uh, maybe like like tension tension yeah where your muscles aren't being um expanded and, and kind of stretched the way they should or your spine isn't being the way it's really designed to do and they were talking about, like, it affects your life force and stuff. And I know that sounds pretty woo-woo, but... Um, <laughs>
2: woo-woo? What's woo-woo?
1: That's what Duncan Trussell always says. It's just, like...
2: Kind of... like, kinda
1: hippie, mumble, like crazy, bullshit. yeah. Just, like, that's... There's no scientific evidence for that shit that you're claiming. Um it's all a placebo but the the life force thing totally makes sense like i do feel more alive and like energized and buzzed when i'm taking big breaths so there is like a type of thing like you do you feel like stale and kind of dead when you're like taking those half shallow breaths um i noticed that for myself at least they said it also affects the ph levels like the alkalinity on the alkaline levels of your blood and that as you take in more oxygen, it balances out your blood more. And I don't know, all that stuff is good. Um, Cool. Maybe I'll start practicing it. It. Yeah. Maybe I'll
2: test it and practice it.
1: Crossing out some of the stuff.
2: Yeah. I don't even have any more notes. I have two more notes. I didn't have that many. All my notes Um, came from the first half.
1: (laughs) I showed you that Tom Green show clip the other day. Oh my
2: God. The undercutters.
1: And I sent, uh, I sent Andrew that, that same link. So, um, hopefully he liked it too. But yeah, that was like a two minute clip on YouTube. It's from the Tom green show, uh, old MTV show, uh, from like the, the mid nineties, early two thousands. And you
2: told me it was all pre filmed.
1: Uh, he said that the majority of the skits and, like the pranks <laughs> the and stuff were, were filmed in Canada. Uh, on using like the local access TV network, like a yeah. PBS type thing, um, and they somehow were able to film that up in like Ottawa or up in Canada. Sorry, before <laughs> before getting a deal at MTV. Um, but yeah, that was a good one. It was a
2: pretty funny skit. The, <laughs>
1: the idea of it is that they follow the pizza guy <laughs> to his delivery. The pizza guy doesn't know Who the fuck these guys are Yeah they
2: just show up Yeah they
1: just show up And they deliver a pizza uh, With them and then They're when just. they get to the door, they say, how much is the pizza? We'll sell it for cheaper. And he pulls out like this, like tool this box, toolkit with like this co- tackle um, box toppings. full of toppings. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's pretty funny.
2: That's some, Their like p- fake pizza name yeah. was Undercutters. We're going to
1: Undercut the competition.
2: <laughs> it was a pretty funny sketch. <laughs> I remember watching, I think, some of the Tom Green show um, over like sleepovers and stuff like, And then sometimes, like, catching it at home on TV and never really knowing what it was. But I remember that I had seen, like, clips, some clips before. But, yeah, I thought it was a pretty funny Not all his
1: stuff is funny, but if you...
2: Nobody's ever is, I guess. If you can
1: appreciate, like, absurdity or um kind of deadpan because <laughs> stuff like that
2: didn't exist back then too like pranks and shit like that are are kind of more viral now like people do dumb shit like that because of social media but like back then like all prank the pranks shows were, like, were like, like
1: camera like really tacky cheesy yeah. pranks like they oh, really pick like... up this quarter that's like glued yeah. to this <laughs> to the concrete like uh, hilarious
2: yeah <laughs>
1: so clever um, that, that guy was pissed though. He came after Tom. Oh Reno my with a god! Hammer. And I was like threatening
2: him and <laughs> shit. That shit was freaky. He was like, "Turn off the camera." <laughs> just
1: this keep is going, turn, line. turn around. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're
2: sorry. We just wanted to sell you the undercutters. <laughs> I just wanted
1: to save you money. Uh, my last one is a synchronicity that I pointed out to <gasps> you today when we were shopping. Um, I feel like there was oh, another yeah. one that I forgot to write down earlier.
2: Maybe it'll come to you while you tell me this one.
1: Uh, this one was a. Uh, Rao's, I'm I'm assuming it's pronounced Rao's,
2: or is it R O A?
1: R A O S. Okay, and it's a it's a really old restaurant in New York City in Manhattan. It's uh, was established in 1896. So it's over a hundred years old. It's crazy. Uh, and it's a tiny, tiny restaurant that's like on the corner of this building. Yeah. And you um, said it's
2: really, it would be really hard to get well, into. Well, I guess
1: it's not tiny, tiny, but there's, uh, there's not like a ton of tables, it's and it's, it's very like, yeah, exclusive, like very booked up. I think a lot of their, um, I think they have a lot of like local, like long term. Uh, people from the neighborhood that
2: yeah,
1: come in a lot or like and politicians and stuff yeah. but it's a, it's an old italian restaurant and i was looking through uh, pictures like doing my archiving and i i had a bunch that were uh on the exterior of the restaurant oh. that i came across
2: Like from a magazine, it looked like, or an uh, article online? Uh,
1: Just pictures I had saved online. I think I read an article about them, and I looked them up at the time, and I saved a couple pictures because I thought it was kind of a a cool, like, exterior, like, reference. Yeah. Um, And that was, was like, a day, I think it was just, like, two days ago. And then um, saw those pictures of the exterior and thought, I wonder what the interior looks like, so Googled it and uh saved a couple of those pictures and then today we were at uh the grocery yeah. store and they had We're always at they had two jars <clears throat> of uh, two types of alfredo sauce that's made by rayos yeah uh, that has the picture Synchronicity. the picture of that restaurant is on the label isn't
2: that <laughs> it's so weird how things like randomly Within line up like that yeah
1: fucking and, and i've I don't remember seeing it there before, but that's on a point on important. Unimportant, unimportant um, here. I, th- I just thought it was trippy and cool that just two days ago and I hadn't seen that, those pictures on my like, computer yeah. for, I mean, they were still in my folder that needed sorted.
2: <laughs> sorted? S- <laughs> sorted. Uh, sorted. So I thought
1: that was cool. Wanted to point yeah. that out. I always like a good synchronicity. I
2: do always like a good synchronicity. I feel like I've had one recently, but I'm just a bad banana and I just I don't to write, write things down. down. So maybe I will have a synchronicity next time. I feel time. like we I might have see. even
1: mentioned it to you, but I don't
2: My simple brain recall. can't maintain that information, my friend. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Well, I think that concludes our show. We are, we're We're going to do the news episode. We've already mentioned that, yes. so look out for that. TBC. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. Appreciate hey. you spending our, our, your time with us. Yeah, uh, your do you have any plans time? tomorrow? You're just working? Uh, I'm
2: just going to be working. Yeah. I hope to hit a sales goal I'm going to set for myself and be very productive. And maybe I can do some stuff on the computer. And who knows? I'm just going to have a good day and be positive. What about you? What do you got going on
0: tomorrow? Hmm. I don't know. You're
2: going to edit this so you can post it? Is that going to be a goal? I think so. All right. As
1: long as you get it to me, I'll, I'll do it right away. Okay. And then uh, While I'm we still working on the backlogs of the old ones. So um,
2: we'll have more of those coming out soon. Yeah.
1: So uh, some diary episodes, old ones I need to kind of scrub through to, to see what the hell I'm rambling about. <laughs> and then I'm always archiving. I've made a lot of progress. I had like, what did I start with? Did I tell you like 13,000 yeah. or 12,000? Now I'm under... 10,000. So, job in the 9000s now on my archiving uh, folder. Um, it's just like a big folder of like reference pictures yeah. I've collected over the years and I thought it was time to stop hoarding S- yeah and sort through and it and delete all the the ones that I don't want and that are not inspiring and just keep the ones that inspire me and I feel like will be a good c- contribution to like uh, script ideas or whatever and sort them now and like put them with match them with the, the scripts i read a couple of script uh working titles to you the other day yeah you
2: did um, you had some really good ones thank you yes thank you.
1: uh so just working more on that stuff and being trying creative to be one percent better every that's day
2: that's right and following your dreams
1: i was gonna say to tie this all together what would you do if there were no limitations no more time and no fear what the hell would you do
0: What would you think about
1: it and then start working on specific steps to achieve that stuff. Stop fucking procrastinating like I've done for the past decade.
2: And I have done continuously and I still continuously do every day.
1: That's right. It's time to get to work. It's time to make some progress. Right. Um,
2: Progress breeds
1: Uh, transparency breeds uh, progress uh,
2: (laughs) good try good try
1: (laughs) alright everyone thank you for listening enjoy the rest of whatever the hell you're doing and we'll talk to you next time
2: bye guys